Like if you're dealing with confrontation, what better way to end it if you can find one thing in common with the person you have confrontation with? Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast with Abby Schneiderman and Jean Newman. I'm your host, Angela, and every week I'll be sitting down with Jean and Abby to cover issues related to organizing your life, home, and household. Let's briefly address the elephant and donkey in the room. The same way generations have always disagreed on music and clothes, they've also disagreed on politics. Now, the 24-hour news cycle and social media have made it more overwhelming than ever, but put aside your beliefs for a second and wonder, would you let a politician you never met come between the relationship you have with your mom or dad if one was gravely ill in the hospital? And that concept was saying, we understand that people have different views on a lot of things. But when it comes to a personal connection that you have with someone, I could understand if someone has a personal issue with another person. If someone didn't get along, if they fought, if there was abuse, there was trauma, whatever, then you could say that's an issue. But letting someone who's outside of your life, outside of your family, whether it's a politician, a celebrity, anything, affect that, would that make you say, I don't, I, I, I will shun my parents and never see them because of something like that. And I think that's a question people have to ask themselves. Guys, thanks for thinking of me. And I'll tell you, <laughs> this is a scary one, but I'm glad we're talking about it together. Yeah. And and I the reason I think, Harry, you see, the thing is you've worked for, I mean, what, it's been over 20 years. You deal with people. Like you deal yeah. with people. And a lot of times when you're dealing with people, you have to manage a lot of different personalities. And you do it very diplomatically where you're not going to want to step on someone's views. You're not going to want to make that, you know, them feel bad about what they're doing. And you don't really want to start any static and and problems. Whereas people like Abby, you know, Abby and I can sometimes, you know, we'll rile people up. We'll get Abby's super positive and she'll make them happy and I'll get them really angry. Like we're the yin and yang of that. But I feel like you can walk that line of diplomacy. And when you're dealing with people that have these, have problems when you're trying to close a sale for example with someone who clearly you're not on the same page with in these other ways how do you kind of put aside those feelings and just like focus on what's important i don't even know where to get started here gene but you know this is like thanksgiving table 101 right and Every year during Thanksgiving, what do we see? Like hundreds and hundreds of articles out there about the topics that you're not supposed to bring up at Thanksgiving. And I think, I mean, I think there's a couple ways that we can talk about this. And um, the first thing I think that's the most important as humans, not as salespeople, not as professionals, just as humans, is that we always have to lead with curiosity. And I mean, how many of us have been in conversations where, or whether it's with family members or colleagues or, you know, you know, just neighbors where things become confrontational and typically things become confrontational because people have their own mindset of how a situation should be instead of trying to understand how other people feel. So in any situation that we're in, and I've always lived by this and I think we all can get better at it and I know I can get better at it, but we need to be genuinely curious. And whether you're talking to a client, a prospect, a family member, and they have a topic that's different than yours, a lot of people are always thinking when you're like when you're talking with someone, they're usually thinking about the next thing that they want to say rather than trying to really inherently and like just 
understand what's coming out of the other person's mouth and try to understand more. And I think when you're not in agreement with someone, what better way, or if you are in agreement with someone, what better way than to ask a lot of questions and really, truly try to understand. And if you know you can't understand, the other thing that I live by, don't sweat the small stuff, yeah. right? It's probably not going to matter in 10 years if you're in that situation where you're in a hospital, whether or not they like this politician or someone else, or they don't like to put salsa on their tacos and they like to put guacamole. Like, or they like cilantro. Or uh, they like cilantro. Yeah, that, yeah that, becomes right? a big, that becomes a huge sticking point for people. And, and, and I think that what you're saying is bringing it up. And, and another thing I, I'm a big fan of is avoidance. Like if the topic you don't get along, you don't agree with someone, like don't bring it up and don't talk about it. And I understand now that it is so polarized and people have made it a big part of their personality. Uh, and I think of it as like sports fans where you're a huge fan of a team and you recognize in sports, okay, there's other teams. I, they're my rivals. But at the same time, I don't hate the fans. I don't want to fight them. I don't want to do that. And I think when it comes to the macro world, yeah, it's easy to put people in different camps. But when it comes to family and things, you're not going to agree with certain things that they believe in. But there's ways to still there. think of all the other topics that you could talk about with family. And a lot of times I realize when I'm talking about movies, music, you know, people talk about travel. They talk about like old reminiscing memories. They talk about uh, what they went through as a child. Like there's so many other things to talk about where you could deflect, especially when you feel it getting, if the person is very adamant because they could be in a frenzy of a moment of we're saving the world, we're changing the world, the world's going to hell. And I'm like, it's always been that way. Like, Gene, you, that's a point that I think is important. Like if you're dealing with confrontation, what better way to end it if you can find one thing in common with the person you have confrontation with, right? It doesn't matter. Like you can find one thing in common. I mean, in business, in, in professional world, in your family life, like I'm sure you can find one thing in common, right? And if you can yes. get that connection with someone, the confrontation stuff goes away. Maybe then all you talk about is that one thing, your, your love for cilantro and then nothing else. <laughs> but like- yeah. Find that one thing and stop. Like some people are just going to be confrontational no matter what. And you have to accept that too. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I I look at my parents too. And I realize like why do most like uh, fathers and their kids, they'll they'll talk about sports. They'll talk about things like that. And, you know, I was lucky. My mom was also into nothing but like tabloid gossip shows. She loved that stuff. That's (laughs) what I grew up on. So you know what? We could talk for two hours and she'll be like, can you believe Brad Pitt did this? And I'm like, I can. And we'll talk. (laughs) And none of the stuff that mattered. And she loved talking about eating and she loved talking about going out to places. And my dad loves talking about, you know, things he watched. And we'll talk about like a movie and I'll tell him about a show on Paramount Plus. And you could do that and get along fine. And you don't have to like delve in at times. I think people like to tempt and say like, I want to delve into this issue. What do you feel about this? What do you feel about this movement? And I'm like, there's certain parts where I'm like, I'd rather it be cordial and we're not changing anyone's mind. It's so people have to change on their own. And if you think by yelling and arguing and fighting it out, you never win that way. If anything, they dig in deeper. And now, like we said, with social media, it's very anonymous and you could find groups of people that really agree with you and mm-hmm. you don't want to, you want to make your relationship about something more important. And that's what you could even say. You're like, I don't care that this Congress person and you you're in love with this person. It doesn't matter to our relationship. Let's just go out and eat, hang out. Let's go for a walk. Let's yeah. talk about dogs. I mean, anything other than that and figure it out. Like you said, asking questions, Harris, you said that it's like, 
curiosity. That's why I love interviewing people. And this is the one thing in this section of the book, it's all about the living, uh, the, the ethical will spill your life as we call it. And the whole point is people love being interviewed because they like people to be curious about what they went through and why they think a certain way. And a lot of times when they revisit those moments, they could see it differently. They could say, well, the reason I felt this way is because, you know, I was so terrified on when Pearl Harbor happened. I was so terrified on September 11th. I was so terrified when we found out we were locked in because of a pandemic and anyone could die at any moment. And once you get to the root of that, maybe they're going to start processing it a little differently and realize how far they've come since then. But that curiosity and asking the questions, people, they want to know that. A lot of times you ask someone, hey, how you doing? And they're like, no one's asked me that in a while. You know, they actually feel like... They, they make you, they're like, you care. But Gene, you know, most people, you know, when you're talking to someone and someone has a reaction that you weren't expecting or that isn't the reaction that met your standards or whatever, you don't know what's going on in that person's life. You have no idea if that person who's being argumentative with you or not seeing eye to eye with you has something going on that just like caused them to have a bad day or, you know, they're going through something, you know, in their own with their family or whatever it might be. So having that curiosity will help you figure out, well, maybe they just need, you know, maybe this person needs a hug, right? Yes, like, that's true. just needs like, you know, to feel a little bit better and then they'll agree with you and then they'll at least have an open conversation about whatever the topic is. Yeah, um, and accept yeah, apologies too. Give people, give people a chance is, I guess. And, and no, when people admit they're wrong, believe them and actually let them like move forward. I will fight to the death to make, to see something through. And, but then the good part about that, the bad part is it can get obsessive. The good part is once I realize it can't be resolved, I can move on knowing I did everything I tried. And I think that's the main thing. If you do everything and you try to make amends, you try to get on the same page and it still doesn't work at times, giving up and knowing your limitations isn't a weakness. I think people think that, that, oh, you could do anything and you could get along with everybody is a mistake because at times it ends up damaging you. It kills your energy. So I think many times move forward, try as much as you can, but cutting someone out of your life or just minimizing or not dealing with them is fine. I think it's actually a blessing to do that to people because sometimes people just get on your nerves and they go out of their way to goad you. And it doesn't mean you have to be enemies. I don't believe in like writing a big breakup letter. You know, I did that, that, that. The biggest mistakes I ever made was writing those as a kid. I learned my lesson. You don't want it in writing. You don't want these things out there. But you just kind of disassociate and separate. And at times, I've actually found by taking some time off from a friend, later in life, you come back and you're actually better friends. Like you just, that moment was tough. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the app designed to guide you through securely storing and sharing your most important information. We're pretty much everywhere you are, so be sure to follow us. We're at Everplans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. See you next week.